Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions. Watch this. In the project living. Damn. Spoke it till existence. Voila. More change than 50. Got more cars than Diddy. Oh I only weigh 180, but my watch cost 250. What's up, guys? You're listening to Real AF. My name is Andy Frisella. A lot of you guys know who I am, and some of you don't. You're probably wondering, who the fuck is this guy? Well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm someone who fucking cares, okay? I can't be the only motherfucker on the face of the earth that thinks the world is crazy. I can't be the only one looking around wondering what is wrong with everybody. I can't be the only one looking around thinking, holy shit, <laughs> we're going the wrong way. I know I'm not. I know you think it too. That's why you're here. I am joined by my co-host, the pastor of disaster, otherwise known as DJ DJ God, sometimes known as Von Kohler, and he's here in the flesh, right in front of me, all the way from, where are you from? Kansas. Kansas? Yeah, man. Bro, Kansas? So much has happened. Come on. I know. People who follow us are going to be a little confused. Wait, I thought you lived in St. Louis. I did live in St. Louis. But I wanted to move back home, and that's what I did. And now, it's a little longer commute to come hang out with you. you it know, sure is. Five hours between here and Manhattan, Kansas. But I love it, and uh, it's good to be home. And I tell you what, man, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the ongoing conversation between Andy Frisella and Vaughn Kohler. Yeah, I am too. So, dude, I got to ask, like, and this is legitimate, and if you're in Kansas and this offends you, well, you should probably fucking move because it's true. What the fuck is in Kansas, bro, that's good? Because the only thing I've ever seen of Kansas is when I stole a car and drove it from Denver to fucking St. Louis. <laughs> really fucking fast. No, I get it. I get so, it. So, like, I, I, I looked around, and I saw a couple windmills. I saw a couple farms. And then I came back to civilization. So what is in Kansas, yeah. bro? Well, first of all, I totally understand you being from Missouri and wondering what's good about Kansas because the whole animosity between Kansas and Missouri goes back to the Civil War and the Border War. And, of course... Literally for the last 100, 200 years in athletics, we've been kicking your butts on pretty much every level. So so what? I understand. I get it. And I what, get it. What sport? Like, well, the Jayhawks have pretty much owned the Tigers. Wait, wait, wait. Outside of the Kansas Jayhawks, what else? Well, K-State has a pretty good record against the, the Tigers. K-State is in garbage, football. bro. Dude, they're not. They're eight and four. They're this year. fucking garbage. Who'd they lose to this year? Well, they lost to Texas. They did lose to Texas. And I, you try to talk I shit. I have it on good authority that that game was fixed. Oh, okay. <laughs> God tell you that? <laughs> yes. But uh, if God no. loves you so much, how come Kansas lost? Kansas State lost. Teach me humility. Oh, okay. All right. You can't win too All much, right. man. Hey, winners I mean, win, bitch. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's right. So, no, but uh, no, to answer your question, what's good in Kansas, for me, it's it's just home, you know? Um, it's a great philosopher Yi Fu Tuan who said tell me where you're from and I'll tell you who you are and uh Kansas has shaped me more than anything else I think other than my faith and my and my marriage it gave you uh, a pretty aerodynamic haircut up there, it buddy. did it gave yeah. me a very it blew all the it hair literally off, right? shaped you yeah it definitely did but um but I tell you something that I missed and I love the good people of St. Louis but St. Louis is a big city you know and uh, you you always made fun of me that I was kind of this uh, hipster coffee shop nerd because um, you are yeah kind of I am but one of the things that I really missed uh, was every Saturday morning in particular, I would go to my favorite coffee shop in Manhattan, Kansas, Blue Stem Bistro, and there was a group of guys that I just I just had great conversations with about life. Are they still there? They're still there. Are you yeah. are you one of them one of them was alive uh and went to see Elvis. Have you reinserted yourself into this little group? I don't like 
the term reinsert myself when it comes Why to Why do you men, try to steal but... my joke? <laughs> I, you fucked up my joke. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going there, dude. <laughs> that's what that's what happens when you uh, when you work with somebody for so long. Yeah. You know? Damn, dude, just trying to wreck my jokes. <laughs> no, I know. But anyway, no, my my buddy Ron, he's uh, he's got a Beatles haircut. He was alive to see Elvis perform, so he's he's great. That's pretty cool. Then there's some college students that that are new newbies to the group, but it's it's really good, man. But um, there's so much crazy going on that it's kind of my little oasis, yeah, you know. It. Yeah. And uh, the, and I, we were talking about lots of different things about like you know there's so much complaining. Obviously, our culture is pretty screwed up on any number of things, but um, I don't know. There's some good stuff going on in the world, and I'm just curious. Like I think there's a lot of good. There's stuff a lot going of good stuff, and I, I'm I'm curious. Kind of open up the conversation. What do you think is good about the world right now? What do now? I think is good? What What do you think I, is good? I think the best thing about the world right now is that they're sick of the way that it is. Yeah. I think that's the best thing. Like about the tide the world. is turning. Yes, yeah. I feel it, dude. You know, yeah. for the last eight years, ten years, we've had this culture where if you don't agree with me, fuck you. You're the fucking devil. You're, you know, because dude, we introduced this concept of social media at a very um, tide turning point in culture, right? So we have a, a now we have people with a voice, and we had a new sort of culture in America. Um, and what happened was we have this perfect storm where people don't know how to be responsible with their voice. And then there's all this change. And then we have these, this crazy shit all over the internet from every motherfucker with a voice. And let's be real. Not every motherfucker should have a voice. That's the truth. Yeah. Like, you know, and I think people are just sick and people are say, Oh, well, or do you not believe in, no, I believe in rights, but I think you should be of fucking average intelligence to express them. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, what I think. Right. So I don't think that's, you know, look, dude, people are ready for a change. Yeah. People are ready for the truth. They've recognized that the strategies over the course of the last 10, 12 years are not working the way that they thought it was going to work. And as hard as it is for people to admit a lot of people were fucking wrong, and they're starting to say it. You know, we see this with our president. We see people who were calling him every name in the book three years ago. Now they're saying, well, fuck, man, um, I'm doing much better now. And they're actually making decisions based upon people's actions, not based upon what they're told to think. And I think that's, I think that's good. I You're think right. that's good. You're right. Across the board, it's not just politics. I think, I think people are starting to, to question and go, okay, have we been sold a bill of goods? Like, whether it's been the the, the politically correct... Well, really, what's happening, Vaughn, dude, is that we've always been sold a bill of goods. Mm. And what's happening is now we have so much information at our disposal that we are actually waking the fuck up. That's what's happening. Oh, and speaking of waking the fuck up, I actually have a guest here with us, too. Oh, I yeah? I forgot to bring him in. Handsome guy? He, he's all right. Real handsome guy. Real, Real handsome. handsome. Real handsome. Yeah. But I, I do think, I mean, the one thing... Did you tie that intentionally into the title of this uh, podcast? Real. You know what's funny is I, I I did not know the title of the podcast and it's real AF and then in my head you know it's like oh it's you know and I was like oh actually I it's the real Andy Frisella. I, it's whatever you want. Uh, it's <laughs> no, whatever you, you want, no, man. But my, you know, like I was sitting there because I have you know I literally have no idea, so I'm I'm a newbie in that sense. But you know what's interesting and and I'll start this off with. Uh, By I'm, the way, this is my brother Sal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sal's all right. Sal's one of those guys that has to get a job from his brother, right? Yeah, no, Sal, Sal's one of them guys that just <laughs> so wants... people get me on the internet. He, he yeah, secretly right. wants to be his brother, but he's, you know, too ashamed to say so. Who's that, right. Junior? 
<laughs> I, drive, I do drive a minivan. <laughs> oh, that's not a minivan, bro. That's not a minivan. So I, I want to preface this with I, I'm all I'm neither right nor left. I'm very center, as Andrew said earlier. You know, left from a uh, social from a social standpoint, and very right from a fiscal standpoint. But you know what you're tired of, and I think you know if people would really take the visual message out of it. You know, if you took the the uh, ability of 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 Obama to get up in front of people and really speak because he was one of the best speakers of all time, especially in public. I mean, Absolutely. the guy was invincible, right? Yeah. If he were able to, and you took Trump's, his ability to get in front of people, which is terrible, Yeah. but if you took what Trump's doing and you put it into Obama and you took all the political side apart, everybody would be fucking happy. Yeah, you dude, know what no I mean? Like, probably everybody would, would be fucking yeah, ecstatic, no you know? Yeah. But they're so, they're so, they're, let's just be honest, they're, for ignorant fucking reasons, like, I'm a Democrat or I'm a fucking Republican. No, they're, dude, they're not what able it is, to fucking open their eyeballs, bro. What it is is that is that they people are too attached to wanting to be right. They want to win they for wanna, stupid fucking no, reasons. They don't want to win. Yeah, they don't want right. the country to win. Right. They want their themselves beliefs. and their conversa- conversation, and their beliefs to win. Because if they don't win, then that means they have to question their own beliefs and actually go out and say, you know what. Maybe I was wrong. Uh, maybe I was. Maybe I was wrong. And you, but you're starting to see some of those people turn that corner. Yeah. Because listen, and let's be let's be fucking clear here. This is not a political show. It just no. happens to be the way we went. Right. But like, I'm not gonna not talk about it. Um, it's a hot topic. Let's be fucking let's let's be fucking real, dude. Okay. We have a fucking president right now that literally half the people in the United States fucking hated. They made shit up about him that wasn't true. They did every they did everything they fucking could to bury him, and he said, "Fuck you. I don't care." And what'd he do? He's going out and taking action. And now those same people that were actually, a lot of those same people that were like, dude, he's this, he's that. They're like, oh, he, he's actually not this. And what's that done? What that has done now is made people to start to wake up because they're like, well, fuck, if I was wrong about that, what about all these other people out here in the media telling me this and this and this and this and this? Holy shit, maybe they're lying to me. Well, and so we're having a little bit of, a, of an awakening happen here. We talked about this, but you know, if you if you were to watch CNN, same story. You watch Fox News, same story. And you're on either side, and you believe that's the fucking truth. You're right. a moron, right? That, that, <laughs> that, dude, you're fucking sheep. Right. Like so, you belong in a different pasture than this one. Like, but, but you know, and and in that sense, I've been guilty of it. Right. You know, oh, like dude. I watch Fox News, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, and I watch CNN, I'm like, that's that's bullshit. And then you realize, like, well, no, I'm just I, wait. I'm part of the sheep. Yeah, but you know what's great about Trump, dude, is he exposes how sheepish you are. Yeah, on because, both, dude, on both sides. No, on both sides. You know why? Because, dude, he says some stupid fucking shit. Boy, he's, he's crazy. Like, you can, you that can, boy crazy. Dude, you cannot agree with some of the shit that he says or how he does it, but what he does in his job produces the result that we want. Right. And that's what people forget. It's not about how much you like someone. There is some shit that Trump says that I'm like, what a fucking dick. And, uh, and there's some shit that he says. Dude, yeah. I'm embarrassed, yes. <laughs> but there is some shit also that I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. And then there's some shit that I'm like, that's genius. Yeah. Okay? And the shit that he says that embarrasses us, guess what I say? I walk in the office and what do I say? I said, do you see that fucking shit Trump took? Yeah. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> right? And like, then there's the stuff. That is just plain entertaining. Oh, like did you guys see well, the? Did you see the his picture, fucking Rocky, the Rocky post? picture? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Like, part of me, I'm sorry. I know people get really offended by I this because care. they're like, dude, they're you like, know what? Oh, it's beneath the dignity of the president. It's freaking hilarious. Let's Not have only that. A fuck- it's 2000. It's 2019. Like, yeah. it's social media land. And yeah. don't forget that he he did win the election based off social media's ability right. to utilize it. Right. 
the strength and the promise of what was at his, in, at his disposal in front of him. He had one twentieth of the budget. He's a smart guy in that sense. Yeah. Now, is he an asshole? Yeah, he's an asshole, but he's smart. But it depends on – no, I don't think he's an asshole. I think he is just committed to his truth. I think yeah. he I think he believes in himself. I think he represents what you're supposed to be in America. But, Not necessarily the product that he is, but you have to respect the fact that the man believes – in who the fuck he is, he takes action that backs that shit up, and he's not just full of shit. I respect that. Dude, You, no matter what the fuck he says or does, I don't see how you couldn't respect the dude. Now, if you're saying, oh, well, he's, he fucking, um, he grabbed somebody's pussy 17 years ago. Well, fuck, motherfucker, what the fuck did you do 17 years ago? Right? Well, he's supposed to be presidential. Well, you're supposed to not do that same shit. You're just not a public figure that's going to get blasted for it. What about, and I think Bill, people, what about Bill Clinton? Yeah, and I think people missed the oh, point. That's the okay. Point, <laughs> the point is, if he did that 17 years ago and today was saying, yeah, you're right, I did it, and it was wonderful, it was a good thing. He's <laughs> that not be saying bad. that. Right. He's well, not saying that. Everybody's the, saying, well, we did stupid stuff, dude, it's wrong, you let's You saw move the up. fucking Chappelle stand-up oh, yeah. where he literally <laughs> stood in front of the fucking crowd and made fun of them. He said... You know why I don't come out and do comedy for you motherfuckers? Because you motherfuckers are the worst motherfuckers that I have to try to entertain. And what he's telling them is, dude, fuck you. Because, dude, every single thing that you guys do is mob mentality nonsense. Censoring comedians. Censoring comedians. It's not even that, dude. It's it's a mob mentality control tactic. You don't like what someone says? Scream. Go get all your fucking friends and throw a goddamn fucking temper tantrum. That's what's going on right now. We have a bunch of people that are grown adults acting like fucking children because they're upset. Okay? 100%. I'm sorry. Dave Chappelle's funny as fuck. He, he he's the only motherfucker oh I know that can make jokes about shit that we would normally be like, holy fuck, and you're laughing your ass off. We need that. I'm sorry. There was a couple things in that stand-up, though, that made made me cringe. If you can make me cringe, you're you're fuck, dancing on that cringe. gray line. Well, <laughs> you honestly, you roll it. You go way back. I just happened to listen uh, to some Richard of this on Pryor. YouTube. Richard Pryor, yeah, dude. Best, dude. Richard Pryor. Be- I still holy have, I have three of his DVDs. Oh my dude, god, dude. Eddie Murphy, Raw Delirious. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, dude, jo- uh, George Carlin. Like, dude, these guys. It's awesome. Like, you can't even be a fucking comedian anymore no. because everything's fucking offensive because everybody's got a problem with literally fucking everything. <laughs> and then you, know, you know what's sad go, about that, guys? In all seriousness, now, you know what's really sad about that? Who are the people that you joke about? Joke with the most? Who are the people that you rip on the most? Who are people, the people you care that, the most the about? People you care about? The people that are family. And it was what's kind of sad is that we've gotten to the point where so people are so offended by everything they just can't j- take a joke, which to me shows that there's a breakdown in the way that Americans see each other. Wait, really? Vaughn? We don't see each other as family, really? Because I yeah. I remember I remember busting your balls about and you not liking it, right? And Guess then, what happened three months later? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What happened? Are you were you sensitive, Susie? And did I? Break I was it? sensitive, Susie. Did I break it here, of you? But you know why, Sal? Because <laughs> I realized that there was a. There was some truth to it. Sal busted my butt for uh, basically. Balls. I committed to. I committed. To, I forget what it was. Like running a half, half K or half marathon. Bro, or you fucking like. told me you were gonna beat him up. <laughs> no, that's a separate thing. <laughs> no, that's no, that's a separate thing. Yeah, we that's a separate thing. You're you told that me that you were gonna get a trainer. No, 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 and you no. no, no. Let me set the record ass. straight. We this man two, is two hundred and forty <laughs> fucking pounds, dude, and he was a professional athlete. 
right. Like, you could go train for the rest of your fucking life, and he is still going to hurt you. All right. Two things. Two separate issues. <laughs> Psychedelics. One, yes. one, Sal asked me to commit to a, a half marathon. I pulled out of it. Um, <laughs> I'm Catholic, so I can't It's good that. policy. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't know it. <laughs> there were at least four times I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> but... Um, no, but so, but I, I basically got cold feet. I was, I, 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 all kidding aside, I was worried that I was going to die. I literally thought I was going to die if I did that, um, which I know is completely irrational. But the point is, I, I pulled out of it, and Sal gave me a hard time about it, and I did not handle it well. But and then, then I rubbed his but, face in it, and he rubbed my face in and it. He didn't but like that. Three either. months later, <laughs> I did come in and I said, I, I apologize. And since then, I'd say we, man, have, a great have, we have a great relationship. He must have really made you mad because usually He's you, re- dude, yeah, I, usually I got like so it takes pissed. like way less time for you to like come around. Yeah. Like usually it might be a day or an afternoon or the next day because I've pissed you off a number of times. No, I I, I was pissed. Yeah, was you really must be really mad. Um, yeah, but 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 what was fun? Actually, what was the most fun was us yelling at each other in the conference room and looking at people going. What the heck? What is going on? <laughs> oh, this on? happened here? Yeah, oh, the door yeah. was open. Oh. Like, we were yelling at each other, and people were looking over like, what is going on? <laughs> I literally they're walked used, out there like, is that for real? They're used to you yelling at me, and me just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't yell. Like, you know, the guys around the office, they know, like, if I get mad, like, right. I'm mad. Like, right, I don't, It right. takes a minute for me to get to that right. point. But the second thing these guys are making fun of me is that I decided, you know, the, you guys got to understand, if you've been listening to Andy for any length of time, you've been around Sal and Andy on social media, they're always saying, set huge, unattainable goals, right, guys? So what do I do? I took your one. advice. Yeah. I set one. I was like, Sal, you, me, we're going we're gonna to wrestle. We're going to wrestle in front of everybody. Bro, there's, a, there's, a, there's huge goals. No, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, five minutes, he would not, he would not. I can't beat Sal. You gonna do it he today? Would not. No, I got to trade. <laughs> <laughs> he would not pin me in five minutes. Five minutes? You gonna do it today? Oh, it would last wait, 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 five wait, seconds. Three minutes. What? How? T- three two minute rounds. Three minutes. For three, three two minute rounds. Anyway. And I promise you. He you might would. break. He might break my spinal cord in half, but he's not gonna pin me. Well, whatever. So, man. but uh, but so what were we talking about? No. So going back to just the whole issue of. Um, no, man, it's busting it's, balls. That's where you turn yeah, the corner. Yeah, we busting no, balls. we did. We you ever were, play that game, Mortal Kombat? You know that uh, game? They probably can't do that anymore. Wait, wait, wait. No, you I, know that game? Is that where the... You, you, the guy goes, finish yeah, him, yeah, yeah. and then he like, rips his fucking spine yeah. out and shit, and there's blood yeah, everywhere? Dude. That'd be you. Yeah, probably would be. No, I'd crane... I'm, 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 from, I'm, the, the I'm from the Karate Kid generation, <laughs> yeah. so I'd crane kick. you crane kick him right I'd off the top of I'd crane kick him right off his head right off the top of it. But, but no, but... Um, no, dude, I mean, it, it just comes back to... Uh, dude, we just... Our country, everybody is so sensitive. Everybody is so offended. They're so... Worried that somebody's going to say something that's going to challenge dude, their beliefs. And is it way- everybody though, or is it is it a few people? Here's what I think. I think it's uh, unfortunately. I don't know. That's a that's a tough question. I mean, because, dude, I don't I'd be think curious it's what everybody, everybody else dude, thinks. If it was everybody, how the fuck would the motherfucker have won the election that won it? I don't think it's everybody. I think what it is is that we have a small minority of people who have a belief about the world. Those people have had zero fucking struggle in their life. Yeah. Zero. They are rich, far left, crazy motherfuckers that live in huge fucking mansions and make a lot of fucking money. And they realize, well, we could fucking tell the poor people and the the minority people and the people who are struggling in this country, we could tell them shit. And when we tell them shit, because we're this way, they'll believe it. Mm -hmm. They'll believe that... 
And so, dude, that's how we'll stay in office. Well, dude, I right? mean. <laughs> so that's what we have going on. So now we have a situation where you have a group of very wealthy people manipulating a group of very fucking poor people and uneducated people and underprivileged people that deserve a fucking chance. And then you have these other motherfuckers, you know, on the other side who come from East buttfuck who knows where with no teeth, with pitchforks and fucking shotguns and shit and overalls with no shirts saying, oh, we're going to take this country back, son. (laughs) We're going to fucking bring this back to the fucking way it used to be. We're going to go back and we're going to pitchfork these sons of bitches. Like, that's what we have. So how about we fucking meet in the middle and recognize, oh, hey, we all got to live here. We might as well laugh about the shit. You know what? You motherfuckers, you're funny. You white people, you're funny, dude. You're black people, you're fucking funny, too. And you know what? You Chinese motherfuckers, you're funny, too. You you American Indians, you do some funny shit. Like, dude, how much more fun would it be just to acknowledge the differences and have a fucking laugh? I agree, man. You know, instead of everybody fighting... Well, you don't understand because you're white because you have all the fucking privilege. Motherfucker, I had no fucking privilege. You know what I'm saying? I had real hardship, dude. Not fucking fake hardship. Real hardship. Mm -hmm. Okay? These people don't comprehend what the reality is because no one's in the real world. They're on their fucking phones. They're They're on Facebook. They're on social. We're judging a world based upon a fucking app on our fucking phone because I can tell you this. When I go out and meet people in real life, they're cool as shit. Yeah. You know, and everybody's saying the same thing. And it doesn't matter if they're black and white or fucking Chinese or Mexican or fucking. They're all saying the same shit. You know what they're saying? They're saying, Andy, (laughs) this shit is fucked up. And I'm like, bro, me too. (laughs) You know? But that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing in the real world. So I would challenge that and say, you know, I don't think it is the real world. I think it's a fucking manipulative fucking little piece of pie that we look at as everybody and we have to be careful because that that's what makes people crazy yeah right no i I agree dude i gotta tell you this is a great story at least i think it is so in 2000 i was part of a group it was like 50 people that were selected you had to be really super incredibly smart to be part of this group so that's why they chose me but anyway yeah (laughs) to clean the bathroom yeah exactly (laughs) no yeah it was a group that was going over to middle east so it was going to all these different countries and it was going to like syria lebanon jordan Egypt, and then and then you finished up in Israel, and then you spent a little bit of time in Greece. And the whole point of the the thing was it was supposed to give us like this whirlwind one month crash course on like the socio political religious history of the Middle East. Obviously, a super volatile place, and it was the first time a lot of us had had been exposed to like Islamic Muslim culture and Arab, you know, that kind of thing. And so it was kind of fr- freaky, you know. We're thinking, oh man, you know, you think it's almost like Star Trek, like oh. We're the we're the Federation and they're the Klingons and they're so totally different. Man, nobody knows those Star Trek. Ah, shit. they do. I I, I sorry, I just dated myself and kind of established myself Fucking as Star the Trek. geek on the show. But you, listen, just really, really different, right? So like thinking, oh man, how are we going to really identify with these people? Well, we were in Lebanon and we had heard all these lectures and and a lot of them were good, but some of them were from like more left leftist kind of people talking about like. How how do all how all cultures can get along, and they had these really super highbrow intellectual uh, answers for this. Well, we were in Lebanon, we were at this restaurant, and this they had this belly dancing girl came out, and she started doing the belly. Did dancing. you write her a book? <laughs> no, that's an inside <laughs> joke. We're all going to talk about much later. Um, but she started doing this belly dancing, and like she was insanely good looking and insanely good at what she was doing. 
And I'm sitting here, and there's all these there's these other like Islamic students, and this guy who was sitting next to me or standing next to me, and <laughs> we're all like, all the men in the room of all the different nationalities and religions are just gawking at this girl, right? So this guy looks over to me and he says something. In wait, there. wait, wait. You mean that all of these dudes, no matter where they come from, they're still looking at the hot chick? <laughs> right. That's so, what you learned on this 30-day kumbaya trip, bro? It's really funny, though. I could have told you that and saved $30 right. for 30 days. Right. So I'm watching, and this guy this guy looks over to me, and he says something in Arabic, and he's got this really deep voice, and he goes, whatever, Arabic. And I'm like- Find that offensive that you're like, mocking sorry, language. Sorry, sorry. <clears throat> so I said, I'm sorry, I don't speak Arabic. What did you just say? He looks at me and goes, I said, we are not really that different after all. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, dude, that's so fucking true, though. It's true, dude. I got a buddy I talk to literally all the time from Kuwait. He's like, if you, he calls me his American twin, okay? (laughs) We, dude, you could not be more fucking on opposite sides of the earth. We're the same dude. Yeah. We're the same fucking dude. I I was just going to say, I mean, I've been in, a million bars in a middle, middle, little small towns, you know, big city, New York, everywhere in between. And I love people. Yeah. And what I realized about, you know, dude, this is what I hate about media. And this is specifically what I hate about social media in the sense is you're on big box media. You're only getting shown what they choose to show you. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. But when you really get out into the woods, whether you're literally in the woods or you're in a big city, like do we all have the same struggles? You know, like yeah. do we all struggle with money in some way, shape or form? You struggle with relationships in some way, shape or form. Right. right? And, you know, when you start bonding and coming together, like, we are really all the same. You know what I mean? You get fed a bunch of bullshit and how you filter bullshit and what separates you. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's there's truth about that. Hold on. Let's say that again. You can end the whole goddamn thing. Hey, that's the whole fucking show. Episode one to episode one fucking thousand. Uh, nobody knows. But, right. you know, but what you realize is that, like, dude, when you, and this is the thing, is like when you surround yourself with good people, you have good, healthy conversations, you start progressing yourself right. forward, right? But culturally, we're all the same from the standpoint of, like, we all struggle. Like, we all have the same fucking struggles for the most part. And there's some outside struggles that different people deal with. But at the end of the day, man, people are good. They're not bad. Fucking the media wants to show you all the bad, and then in our so head, so they can sell was, some fucking ad space. That's it, and so they c- constantly pump you with fucking the negative, the negative, the negative, the negative. Well, you know, and you think about the old school media, you know, and the one thing I don't know that is much different, or maybe I'm getting much older and have a different, broader view. But they used to highlight a lot of the positives, you know, the good things that are going on. Now it's it, the transition has been let's focus on all the negatives. And it creates this negative Dude, aspect. Dude, what gets more mentality. likes? No, what gets more fucking likes on the internet? A story about someone whining about how fucking hard they had it or a story about what good someone did? I'm going to tell you right now. The fucking story where you talk about uh, dude, my fucking childhood was so bad. Dude, we've become a fucking society that competes about who had it harder. It doesn't matter. Hard is hard. It is not something that we compete about. What's a level 10 hard for you? It's still a level ten hard for me, and it's completely different things. It's true, but we've created this concept, this uh, this situation now where it's like, oh, dude, I had listen, I had it much harder than you, brother. Let me tell you how <laughs> right. how hard did you have it? You tell me, and then I'll top it. Right, we're a bunch of Tommy Topper, Tommy, Tommy Topper, Topper motherfuckers, right. man. Right, but it's there's a there's a critical difference too. Is that I think there are people in the world who share their stories of adversity, but they don't share them uh, for sympathy. They share them to empower people, and I think. Historically, 
I mean, it's not the it's not the first time in American history where people have shared their their adversity and told told people about that how shit hard needs their to life be shared. is. Yes, but this is probably the first time. But in it's American not your history. fucking identity, right? And this is probably the first time in American history that people have shared it for the purpose of getting sympathy, well, not for the purpose of motivating others. It goes back you to know? the squeaky wheel gets the oil, right? I mean, right. And whenever we you empower everybody that has a voice on social media. They realize that the squeakier they get, the more oil they receive. So right. the louder they are. Look, dude, we can fix a lot of shit. Let me tell you how. You got to pass a test to have a social media account. You got to be basic. You got to have basic intelligence. Like, okay, you pass a little test. There's your fucking Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they couldn't run, run ads and sell you things. Yeah, dude. Look, dude. Then we do. Then we do. Uh, on the holidays, social media is closed. Right. Like from from the day before Thanksgiving till fucking Sunday. We, you know, you close it down uh, for Christmas and Christmas Eve. You close it, dude. The world would be a better place. It would be interesting if the internet had business. Dude, hours. it would be awesome. <laughs> it would be awesome because it would it would create a balance between the tech and the human element that we all crave but can't get in anymore. Right. You know. Right. No, dude, I, I get it. I mean, one of the biggest conflicts and frustrations in my own life, and I know you get this far more than I do, is that on some level. All of us in this room have to have a social media account. We do. We have to have one in order to run our business, in order to, to, to engage with the people that are sort of stakeholders and how we earn a living. Let me be real. But you how don't can, have to do anything. Well, I know that. But it's part a, of me wants to walk away from it, but I'm like, I, I'm not sure how I could function in a, in a business sense if I walked away completely from social media. I don't know. I mean, I, I, so I would argue that. Seth Godin does it. Seth, not only Seth, Seth Godin's a smart. Seth Godin got to the point that he could do it, and Seth he's a Godin's whole lot a smarter smart, than smart, I am. Seth Godin is the smartest business guru or whatever the fuck you want to call it on the earth. Ninety nine, ninety seven. I would say him, yeah. and Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. I get. By it. the way, did you see that fucking awesome PR move that he just pulled? All you motherfuckers out there, why? Oh my god, the fucking window of the Tesla truck broke. Yeah, on purpose, dumbass. So you talk about it. <laughs> oh my god, the Tesla truck is so ugly. Yeah, on purpose, dumbass. So you would fucking talk. Oh my god, I could buy a Tesla for a hundred dollar deposit. Yeah, dumbass. So they can make twenty million dollars today on you. Right. right. Like, oh. dude. And 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 what people so he, don't realize he, he is he that that truck. Trump. That that truck was for the loyal Tesla people who were going to buy it. The people who are never going to buy that, that all that thing was staged was to create conflict between the people who were going to defend Tesla and become more committed to Bro, the brand. It was a cultural, yeah, PR genius. It was genius. Fucking move. Yeah, it was. Genius. That guy is on a different level of genius. Yeah. Period. No, I, I agree. And so is Seth Godin. I, I agree. But uh, but going back to what we were saying, so we were talked about. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I what were we talking about? Well, we 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 got talking about just you know what's what's good about. Dude, the world. you know what? And you I, said I, that listen, the tide I'll is turning. I'll fucking say something. Yeah, I don't think people are even actually offended by the shit they say they are. I think most of the time they they say they're offended. They're saying they're offended because it's what they're supposed to say. Right, because there are people who are in positions of influence with platforms that have convinced them that have told that them they that they be. should be offended by this. Now, listen. No matter how much we protest on this, people are going to say, "Oh, you guys, you're you're just a bunch of Trump loving Republican conservatives." Absolutely not. But but let me. Let I me... think Trump is literally half half dumbass. <laughs> I think he's fucking. I think the crazy. other half of him is fucking genius. That boy crazy. He, I, dude, that's what I think. <laughs> he is. I think he's half dumbass, half fucking super yeah. genius. Yeah, yeah. But you know? uh, and and dude, by the way. I do like him, and I ain't ashamed to fucking yeah. say that. Well, you know why I like him? Because the man 
is who the fuck he is. And no matter what somebody does to try to fuck with him, he fucking stands strong. And dude, I don't care who you are on the face of the earth. You may not agree with his policy. You may not agree with his his banter and the way that might not be your style. You don't have to agree with everybody's style, but you should respect people, at least in my opinion, that are who the fuck they say they are. And they live that through their actions. And from what I can tell, that man does that. Uh, I, I agree. This is what I tell people all the time. Is I, I, people, Anybody who thinks that Trump is some sort of... There are ways, obviously, that he's different. From By the, the way, the dude, pre- I liked Obama. I fucking liked Obama. Mm-hmm. I liked him. I did not agree with anything that he fucking did in office. I liked him. I thought he was cool. I'd fucking loved to smoke a fucking joint with President Obama. That's the <laughs> truth. Okay? But I didn't like his policy. So we have this situation now where we got to like everybody to right. say they're doing a good job? No, that's that, exactly. Like, we don't evaluate policy decisions. We evaluate whether we like the person. You know we, what? I like people that do a good job, though. Yeah. Like, if you do a good job, I sort of like you more. Or if you have a little... If you have a little personality, I mean, this is what I just think. I think the criticisms that are often uh, lobbed toward the direction of Mr. Trump are people who just are completely ignorant of American history. Because if you look back at it, I was reading this to a buddy of mine the other day. Uh, I was reading about a particular president. This is what they said about the president. They said that his White House was run by cronies. His language was filthy and be- utterly beneath the dignity of the White House. He bullied people, He, he and he misused um, platforms for his own personal gain. Oh, is that Trump? No. Those are all things that were said about Harry S. Truman, who the Democrats consider one of their lions. And so it's like... This Trump is not the first president in history who's been a little foul mouthed. No, he's who, just the first one since we've had new technology to speak out against it. Right, and speaking that of was new to my technology, point earlier. exactly. And the person, the people who are like all over him for using Twitter, I don't know if anybody has any idea. The the very first president ever to use what's called fireside chats. Would uh, he would hop on the radio and go very regularly to talk to the American people? This president was accused of. You're spending all your time on the media when you should be governing. That was FDR, one of the greatest presidents in most people, most historians' uh, estimations. Dude, he's just playing the game. He, That's the every game. president the game that is- has used the modern media well has ended up doing good things. Yeah, but see, it shows you too, though, you don't have to have the general media anymore love you to fucking do shit in this world. No, I, like, that is true. You don't have to do that. That is true. Like, Whatever you fucking, think of- Dude, that's why the media is so pissed off about him. Because they haven't been able to fucking bury him. And they're like, fuck, dude. Oh, and they can't control Those motherfuckers can't are, wrangle him. You know what they're doing? They're calling each other and they're saying, fuck, this motherfucker is- He's good. He, no, no, no. That's <laughs> not what they're saying. They're not. They're saying, not only are they saying he's good, they're saying, fuck, we're kind of fucked, dude. Now people see that our shit doesn't, re- doesn't really matter that much. You know what I'm saying? That, That's scary, I, I, dude. I will have to say the other thing about Mr. Trump that is very different from uh, Mr. Bush, Mr. Reagan, the other Bush, um, is that Trump is probably the first Republican president to say, listen, the reality is that the liberals and the Democrats, they're never going to love me. So I'm not even going to— Dude, Trump gonna, doesn't I'm, even like the fucking far-right dudes. Right, but what my, my point is is Trump Trump basically says this is war. This is war. It I is. I mean, he—, he uh, a lot of the other earlier Republicans yeah. wanted to play nice with the with the Democrats, and it never got them anywhere. Dude, it really you didn't. Listen, you cannot negotiate with people who who all they 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 are unwilling to look at the facts. Like, I think it's fucking embarrassing personally that we have a whole, and this is goes for both parties, 
And then I want to move on to something else because I'm fucking tired of talking about this. Mm-hmm. But I think it's embarrassing as a country that we have literally all these elected officials up there in fucking Washington who <clears throat> literally act like fucking children. Like, like, ch- have you ever watched one of these motherfucking inquisitions that they do on, oh, yeah. on fucking C-SPAN? Are you serious? Like, are you, excuse me, Mr. Thomas, where were you on the evening of December 27th at 7 p.m.? Because my documentation says that you tweeted big booty hoes. <laughs> do you really believe in that tweet? You know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Right. Like, maybe he was fucked up and he saw a fucking movie and he reminded him of a song and he says, hey, big booty hoes, I'm with it. No, like, dude. No, the, the sad reality to that is he was probably at a strip club with some lobbyist who just put a million bucks in his pocket and he made a fucking accidental mistake because he had too many beers and he wrote a stupid-ass tweet and he's out fucking lawmaking for our country. Yeah. <laughs> Look, for his own man. personal well-being. But that's what I'm saying. Hey, man, if I like, give you a million dollars, you get this grease through for me? That's what I'm saying, bro. It's people, but people are not, I, I truly believe this. I truly, truly believe this. People are not as offended as they pretend to be. No, I think you're right. I think it's what they think they're supposed to be. They're conditioned. They're, ti- they're tying their identity to something that they want to be, and then they're pretending to be that in front of other people for other people's agreement or disagreement, yeah. right? That's their yeah. worth. And yeah. I think a good thermometer for that is to go watch the David Chappelle show and see how offended you are. <laughs> I, I wasn't offended at all. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't have a heartbeat. The well, best the best joke he told in the whole fucking thing was the one he told about the trans guy yeah. s- sitting in the front row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you did you pick on that? Did you oh, of course. like in the behind he, the scenes at the end? Yes. Where like he the was very of the, the Yeah, thing. dude, he goes <laughs> he goes he goes, dude. I was scared to tell these trans jokes because this 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 woman who was a man, who was trans, was sitting in my in my uh, front row, and and she was just laughing and laughing and laughing, and, and I felt bad because I was about to tell these trans jokes, and I knew they were coming, and I decided, well, should I say it in front of him or should I not say it in front of him? And he said, well, I decided that if I can't say it in front of him, should I even be to say it at all? So I did it. So he went in and he told the joke and he said, and this this trans man or this trans woman was just laughing and laughing and la- I couldn't understand why she was the hardest one laughing. And then he goes, and then it dawned on me, she used to be a man. <laughs> dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, like the shit, like the shit is so offensive, quote unquote. But it's not really offensive. It's a fucking joke. I would say you're in a good place in life when. You can be the butt of the jokes and you can laugh. Dude, I agree. Listen, make fun of me, dude. Everybody makes fun of me. I, dude, I, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, fuck it. I know what I am. I know I'm a fucking goofball. Like, fuck, I don't care. No, dude, I love this and I love telling this story. My, uh, I had a really good friend in seminary. His name was John Hyde. And he was, when as he was growing up, he was an excellent athlete. Like, he was going to play Division One. He was recruited heavily by Kentucky. And he had this terrible accent. This guy... Uh, junk driver uh hit him he's basically i don't know what the technical term is for it but uh, like a quadriplegic or whatever but he doesn't have really any ability to move and uh he's he's got the little electronic uh electronic uh, yeah the wheel wheelchair and he can he can talk but he's like it's very hard for him to enunciate one time he was uh he was called because he's a real inspiring guy and you know if something like this happens to you dude i mean you know andy getting stabbed but if it's something really 
physically traumatic happens to you, you could just roll up in a ball. You could just be Is mad at the world. Is that what you did that time you got arrested? Yeah, you exactly. roll up in a ball to <laughs> yeah. avoid the trauma? Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but, but you could just be mad at the world. And somebody asked John Hyde one time, he said, John, what, what would you tell him after your whole ordeal? What would you tell everybody? What's the message of your life? And John goes, drive safely. <laughs> and here's the thing. like We all bursted into laughter, but the ability to laugh at your situation when you have been reduced to a quadriplegic and can barely talk, when you could have played ball, maybe even gone to the NBA, yeah. and to laugh at that, the strength of character. And I think that's the problem, guys, is I think people... People are so offended. No, they've lost the ability to laugh at they've themselves. They've lost the ability to laugh at themselves yeah. because they don't really know who they are. <clears throat> they yeah. don't have a real sense of their own character yeah. or their own values. And I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping... Let me tell you guys something. Like, yeah. listen, if you can't laugh at yourself, if you can't... Like, dude, there is... Listen, this is, like, for real. I'm going to be real for one second here. Bad shit is going to fucking happen. Right. It is inevitable. I mean, dude, bad shit happens. It happens to everybody. But if you can't figure out how to laugh at yourself and, and make light and make jokes of even the darkest, fucking dirtiest shit, you're going to go insane because the shit that happens that's bad is sometimes really fucking bad. So you're going to have to find a sense of humor, man. You know, it, it cures a lot. There's a real confidence for people who are able to laugh at themselves. Yeah, dude. But They're like, not insecure. Well, no. the only reason we get mad when people fucking say stuff that we don't think is funny is because it's a little bit true. Yeah. That's why we get upset. We're like, fuck. Because, but so, so should we be upset at them or should we be upset at ourselves and maybe fix that little thing that we don't like? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I feel like. Or accept the fact that maybe it's true. And, and you know what? And sometimes <laughs> it's okay. I'm because, okay. dude, it's not, we're not supposed to be perfect fucking people. Like, dude, the, you know, Vaughn, you're pastor for a number of years. You're still fucking my pastor, brother. Oh, but like, man. dude, the thing is, is like, Jesus, you know, not to go off, this isn't a religious podcast either, but we're fucking talking about that too. Yeah. Look, dude, you're not supposed to be Jesus. You're supposed <laughs> to try to be Jesus. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, dude, right. like, let's fucking get that. Like, right. And we got all these fucking motherfuckers out there. Like, dude, that guy sent you in my DMs a couple yeah, weeks back. We're like, the dude fucking hit me up. He's like, Oh, well, you say you try to do all this good, but what's your real motive? Well, I don't know, man. I gave away a number one fucking podcast for fucking free. I could have made a hundred fucking $200 million selling. Um, I think my motives are okay. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, but like everybody's there. Like, <clears throat> we're as a people, and I'm guilty of this, very, very guilty, and all of you guys sitting here know that. Um, dude, I hold my, we hold ourselves to this impossible standard. It's impossible to be perfect. Impossible. But we hold ourselves against that, and then we're not. We tell ourselves, fuck, dude, yeah. you're a piece of shit. Right. And the reason we tell ourselves you're a piece of shit is because all the other motherfuckers out there on fucking media and in social media and in the world are pretending to be perfect, and they're pointing at you and saying, you're a fucking piece of shit, and you're like, fuck, I guess I am. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Bro, dude. dude, we all do fucked up shit. We all think fucked up shit. Dude, every time I meet a motherfucker, I cannot fucking help but think what I would do if I had to kill them. I think it every time <laughs> I meet someone. Do I go kill motherfuckers? No. And if I did, I wouldn't tell you. But here's the thing. I think it. Does that make me a bad person? Do you think that every time you meet Tyler? <laughs> 
Uh, yes. <laughs> no. no, dude. It, but it goes. But back I got that to, one figured out already. It goes, it goes back to <laughs> listen. You're. I, I totally resonate with you what you're saying. No, and but the reality but, is, if but, anybody's, if everybody is honest, there are times. That if somewhere if someone was to screenshot something that we texted to somebody we trusted, whether it was our spouse or whether it was a good buddy or just somebody, there are times that we text things or we say things or we do things that if you took that in isolation, we would all be guilty of being racist. We would all be guilty of being sexist. We would all be guilty of being just jerks. And the reality is that's part of human being, being a human being. We yeah, all but do what's things funny, that are not Here's consistent. what's funny, dude. You take the same shit. And you put it on a fucking stage and you call it comedy, everybody laughs. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So why can't we just laugh? Or you take yeah. the same shit and you give it to the president and you call for impeachment. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Talk so, about a double standard. And, yeah, that's right. And yeah. but see, that's just that's just a testament to how fucking fucked up it is. No, it's it's not fucked up. It's that people have the inability to understand that everybody's like them, right? Like President Trump, that motherfucker, I'm sure there's days you guys all think, oh, dude, he gets up and he thinks he's the shit. Dude, I promise you, I promise you, you cannot be as successful as he is without highly criticizing yourself. You can't do it. I don't even think it's days. I bet you it goes weeks and months. Dude, I bet mm. he's in the Oval Office in the fetal position sometimes because he's just overwhelmed. But not when, no one's wa- not when anyone's watching. Not when he was yeah. watching. But I think he is. But go- to- going back to your point, Andy, th- this is actually one of the main reasons. Dude, well, this- I'm, I- I'm, just, I'm not okay with the you are enough statement because here's the thing. Oh, come on. That You're is- not enough, yeah. but that's okay. That's right. None of us is enough. Yeah. And and to go around and tell people, you are enough, you are enough. No. People know deep in their hearts that there's little, that they have demons, they have little shadows, they have little hiccups in their character. They know that. So if you continue to tell people, you are enough, you are not baloney, how about, it, how about a better statement is, nah, we're not enough, but that's okay. How about, that's okay. How about this? How about, how about instead of telling people to be content with you are enough, how about you say what you said and say, but the fucking goal here is to get better. Right. Like, um, that's the whole point right. that we're missing. Dude, I used to drive myself into the fucking deepest, deepest, darkest shit ever on my own because I was judging myself on what the fuck I thought about, not what I actually did. Okay? Because if you thought what I if you saw what I thought about, that all of you motherfuckers right now, if you saw what I thought about, actually thought about, you'd be like, holy fuck, this guy is fucked in the head. And you all think those same kind of things. You might not Absolutely. think about killing people and shit, but like you think about weird shit. And then you might look at a you might look at some weird porn or you might do some other weird shit. And you're judging yourself based upon what the fuck you think, not what you do. And the reality is if you want to feel good, start judging yourself on what you do, not what you think. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, man. So, so <clears throat> when you start to judge yourself on what you do and not what you think, guess what happens? You become more productive. Why? Because your value is tied to what you're doing, not your what actions. you're thinking about. Yeah. I'm Was that a small-sided confessional, though, on the, you look at weird porn? I mean, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? Um, I mean, dude, I ain't the only motherfucker looking at it. They're the most fucking popular websites on the fucking earth. Like, let's be real. Sin City. Yeah. You know, one of my, I love what you're talking about. One of the very, very, very first um, sermons that I ever preached 
it was I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is the first time I ever going to preach to an actual live audience. And it was in Hutchinson, Kansas at Crestview Bible Church. And I preached what what I thought was going to be a great sermon, but when I was done, like I walked down and I was just like, man, I felt like I was just throwing excrement from the pulpit. It was that bad. Like I couldn't I couldn't preach my way out of a wet paper bag. Scubula? Scubula, yes. Scubula? Scubula. It was scubula. And um and I just was really, really discouraged. Like I was really depressed. And the next morning was a Monday morning, and I went in. There was a guy who uh, was the custodian. He had he had been very successful, but he kind of retired. And just said, "Hey, I want to clean the church for, uh, use some of my time to serve the church." His name was Bud Ends, and he was uh, it was really typically Kansas name, but Bud Ends, and he was for many years he was an aux- he was an auctioneer. I don't know if you guys have ever known any of those guys. Um, I see them on TV. You know, like they do the the, the yeah, like the, the micro machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was just a really salt of the earth kind of guy, and and I walk in and he goes, uh, "Hey, brother, that was a great sermon last night. That was so great. I really enjoyed. It. It really blessed my heart." And I'm like, "Are you serious?" I said, "I felt like I completely failed. I felt like it sucked. I felt like there's no way it could possibly be good." And I'm sitting. Well, Vaughn, he was probably just telling you to make you feel better. Bro. Well, what he said was, he goes, "You know what? <laughs> it's good you think it sucked." It's good you think that you, you don't know anything. He said, because, man, the minute you walk up there and you think you know any, everything, you're nothing but a smart ass behind the pulpit. That's right. <laughs> I was like, That's the truth. Whoa. That's the truth. And I remember at the time going, he just cussed in church. But, uh, <laughs> dude, but no, but it really hit me. It really hit me. Like, there's a difference between confidence that what you're preaching is the truth and just being smug. And being like the idea that you could never possibly be wrong or you could never possibly improve or you could never possibly tweak anything that you believe. And I think we just need more of that. And people need to get over themselves. And they need to realize, like, even even with me, like... Dude, and allow motherfuckers to have some personality, dude. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, come 100%. on, man. No, I agree, man. But uh, Otherwise, we'll all end up the same. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing fun about that. No, that's, you know I, I mean? that's absolutely... We all think the same thing, can't do this, can't do that, so we all got to do the same dude, thing, which is... Dude, this is all even, robots. This is another thought. <clears throat> why the fuck does everybody want everybody to be just like them? Like, their life ain't that cool. Like, I, I like, <laughs> like, dude, I look at my own life, and I'm like, well, I wouldn't want everybody to have this life. Like, I love my life. You know what I'm saying? I love things about it, but, like, there's also, like, some hard shit about it, too. Yeah. So, why, why are we in such a, why are we in such a um, frenzy to make everyone like us? That's a good question, and you know what? That's the overwhelming thought that I had when you and I had that conversation with our, our pal J.P. Donnell, who's a Navy SEAL, and after our long conversation with him and him talking about being in Fallujah and everything, I remember driving home, and I, and I remember literally saying, thank God that there are people out there who enjoy killing people. <laughs> no shit. Because if there weren't, not enjoy, I shouldn't say enjoy. No, no, but, but, fucking but, enjoy. But, but thank God that there are people who actually are willing to go overseas and and go under the line of fire and be on a battlefield and have to shoot people and just mow them down. Thank God that there are people out there Don't forget to be, be willing to get shot at. Be willing to get, yes, be willing to shot, get shot at. Because, guys, to my shame, I'm not that. I'm a lover, not a fighter, okay? And if everybody was like me, we would have lost our freedom a long time ago. And it's just, it's just like... Anybody who thinks that everybody should be a carbon copy of each other just doesn't realize that everybody serves a purpose in the world. And if everybody's the same, there's a lot of purposes that are not going to get fulfilled. And so, you know what? There's that new popular movie about Mr. Rogers. What I love about that is that you have Mr. Rogers and you have Andy Frisella. They both serve a purpose in the world. 
You trying to be Mr. Rogers would be really awkward. Mr. Rogers trying to be you would be really awkward. But I think it's it's you're right. I think people who want everybody to be a cookie cutter version of each other are so short sighted. They don't realize that if if that really happened, we all be screwed. Well, dude, and it's also, man, you know, nobody's trying to fuck you up, man. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are just so, they're so afraid because of the messages that have been sold so hard to them that everybody's there to take their fucking lunch money. Everybody's there to oppress them. Everybody's there to take their rights. No, motherfucker. We're not trying to take your rights, but what we are trying to do is get you to shut the fuck up for a minute and actually just go live your life. Right. Like, how about that? Now, how about we just go live, go do your thing? You want to you wanna be gay? Go be gay. You want to get married, be gay, man? Hey, you know what? Tyler just looked at me. I think I just sparked something <laughs> with you, bro. So, but I I'm mean, just saying, like, like, dude, yeah, like, I don't care. Like, we... I don't care. It's, you're but, happy in that sense. Like, yeah, now you're, now you're being you. Know you. What? At the same time, when a motherfucker comes from East Buttfuck with no teeth trying to pitchfork you, I'm going to step in and say, uh, go back to where the fuck you came from. Yeah. Right. You know, we're, right. we're, we're here for each other. Right. You know, it's the same thing with all these different things. And I don't know. I Can, can, I, I, can I wrap at least, at least a portion of this conversation in a little bow and just say, I think what I feel is, is a concern is that in America, we want to try to deal with everything by forcing people to do it, by by having laws or by outlawing certain things to make certain things offensive. And I think we are starting to realize that you can't force people. You can't you can't try to shut Bro. people down by doing that. What I think the best way to do it is, is that if we all have convictions that we feel very strongly about, the best possible way to influence another person is to become their friend and to care about them. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. There was a dude who did this. Hold uh, on. Uh. It was like, I don't know. Maybe like 2,000 years ago? Oh, it wasn't Polly Shore? No, no. It was like 2,000 oh, years ago. He had like ago? a beard. Yeah. The motherfucker had like some long yeah. hair. Like he went in a cave. I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah. But like he came, he like wrote, he like came out of the He was cave. a carpenter. He built yeah. things. There was a dude yeah. who actually yeah. lived by that. Yeah. Bob Marley. Yeah, no. Must be Marley. <laughs> No, Shit, no. I can't remember yeah. his name. He's no. 2,000 years old? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I'll hey, tell black you, don't like, crack, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, like, for me personally, for the, I guess, the takeaway in, in this sense, like, what I realize is I'm going to live my life. Like, I'm going to be me. That's how I run my social. That's how I run my life. That's how, and because we all chase happiness. And I think all too often we get wrapped up in the understanding of, like, we try to please everybody else. We try to please them with our social. You try to please them with your actions. You try to please, and ultimately you never get fulfilled. You're chasing, trying to fill everybody else's buckets. And so I realized and where I turned, I guess, my happiness channel in life is like, dude, I'm just going to do me. And if you don't fucking like me, then I'm not even saying fuck you. I'm saying I get it. It's okay. It's not for you. I'm not dude, for you. Dude, that's the most powerful place someone can be. Yeah. Where I, you're like, like, because I'll be real. Like, when I look, when I like observe me from the outside, I'm like, I get why people hate me. Like, I get it. Yeah, I get why there's people that that's fucking. That's okay. I, I know. I don't care. I get it. Like, I get it. But I enjoy what the fuck I do. And that's okay. Right. And that's the thing. That's, you know, instead of being offended by the fact that nobody likes or somebody doesn't like me, like I, I've learned, like, and people say this, like, you know, they'll be like, oh, I don't give a fuck. No, but like, I've learned to, like, really genuinely not give a fuck. Like, if you don't like me, I'm okay with that. Like, it's okay. You know, and so what I've realized, you know, if somebody wants to go be gay, go be gay. I'm, in fact, that's you. I support you. 
You know what I mean? You want to go? Do, I, that's you. That's but this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to live my life. Yeah, I am not going to join your thing. Yeah, don't put your shit on me. Yeah, I, I'm smart. And we're not necessarily and, going to agree. And yeah. you know what? And I'll sit down and listen to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I, from a from a life learning standpoint, is like stop trying to serve everybody else's needs. Serve your own. But understand, your your own can't serve theirs either. You stay in your fucking lane and do you. Whatever you fucking like. You know what I mean? You want to get freaky with your wife behind closed doors? You guys are in some weird shit? There's nothing wrong with it. Who is it? No, that's my point. Yeah. You know, you're not just supposed to lay on top of each other. You're supposed to fucking swing around and see yeah. what you can attach to the ceiling. That type of shit, right? But you can't, don't, and if somebody judges you for it, if you like it, who gives a fuck? Dude, that's, to me, that's like one of the funniest things is the whole sexual thing. If you want to fucking, like you want proof how full of shit people are, let's be fucking real. Uh, porn websites are the biggest fucking website on the internet. All but right. nobody goes there. But nobody goes there. <laughs> <laughs> They're all bots. Right, right. Yeah, yeah get uh-huh. the fuck out of here, They dude. happen to be living... Oh my f- God, I can't believe you talked about that. S- some of the top traffic now is, resides in Fenton, Missouri. Is that right? Uh, not me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't picking up on that. I caught um, that, Vaughn. Maybe it's Manhattan, Kansas. It could be. Now, if I had a little more time... <laughs> so, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Andy, but I'm just kind of curious. But you're gonna? I'm gonna. Yeah, all right. Because, you know. I'd rather put words in your mouth than something else. I can't believe I just said that. See, now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna like we're corrupting you. Go you. Repent. Yeah, you better go say a prayer. Yeah. Well, in all honesty, you better though, go. I ask do. Bub. I do. You know, you guys know. I I do worry that like I'm up here. I'm trying to be a good Christian boy. I'm gonna say something stupid, and then bro, I'm gonna get a bunch of DMs and bro, people say we're people are so they don't even understand. This is how fucking stupid people are, and how uncultured and uneducated they are. People don't even understand that the MFCEO project is a fucking parallel to the Bible. It just has some fucking curse words in it. Like, they don't even get it. Like, we just did 300 episodes on literally the values that are taught from 2,000 years ago presented in a way that that younger people can actually listen to. Like, and they don't even get it. Yeah. Like, why the fuck do I have a pastor on the fucking show? Because we're Jedi Masters. Yeah. No shit, dude. No, but no, what I was going to say, though, in all seriousness. What I'm telling you is you're doing good work. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. What I, what I, and I, and I will say this. I'm sorry for um, saying so much shit that your more traditional people get mad about. No, no, listen, I'm, I'm totally cool. Listen, the only thing. Don't yell at me. The only thing that I'm really, truly ashamed of myself in the last year, because I feel like, you know what? I'm not, and I'm not telling anybody that I'm Jesus. I'm trying to be like Jesus. And it is, it's hard. In fact, I would argue it's impossible unless the spirit of God is working in It's supposed to be impossible. But what, but, but what I'm truly, what I'm truly ashamed of in the last probably six months is that. You didn't run that half marathon. Well, that, and you guys all helped me get really in shape. And I got to a point, now I'm a little off my game, but I'm going to get back on it because it's a journey, right? We know that. But I was to the point where I looked really good. I took a picture of myself with a sh- shirt off, posted it on social media, and I got some got some credits. I, oh, I got about 95% of the people were like, yes, awesome, go Vaughn, good job. Got 5% that well, I got a couple people that said, you know what? You really want to, I mean, do you want to be a spiritual leader or do you want to like incite people to lust? Well, first of all, I don't know how many. That's kind of a compliment. I, I, I yeah, it was. That's a I was compliment. like, uh, I don't think I'm going to be inciting too many people to lust unless they're like post sixty. But um, but I, well, but obviously I, you do, dude. dude I totally sa- caved though. They I wouldn't pulled be, it off. They wouldn't be saying that if if it wasn't true. Well, I, I appreciate that, but I sexy, I pulled it down. Volume. I pulled it but down. Why? But why? See, this is where this is where I. I'll struggled. tell you why because they knew exactly where to get me. They knew that I wanted to be a powerful influence for spiritual, and they and they questioned that. And I and in my in but that do moment you of weakness, it for yourself. Um, 
Well, I question. I I know my. Let's put it well, this way. I'm, your... I'm very aware well of my my own strength. Or my, excuse me, my own uh, my own temptations, my own struggles, my own challenges, my own demons. I'm aware of that. So I'm probably really. You know, you guys always joke a little bit about you know Vaughn's awkward AF. You know, sometimes it's because, frankly, half the time that I'm with you guys, I'm thinking, okay, I want to want to make sure I don't do anything that makes Jesus look bad. <laughs> you know, I mean, what does I, that say about us, bro? No, it says nothing. That's my issue, dude. That's my issue. It's <laughs> yeah, not but yours. I got to answer the same guy you answered. You to. think we're you're, you're so? My point no, being no, no, is no, like, no, no. You don't Vaughn, turn this as an insult Vaughn's, to you guys. Vaughn's going home and saying, these guys, God, these guys are. Bad sinners. I'm trying, no, 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 no. I'm trying to fix no, no, no. them. I'm, doing I'm not saying yeah. that. No, I'm not at but all. But you're what contradicting I, yourself no, here. You're I'm, contradicting yourself. What I'm yourself. saying is that you're not out there telling people you're a pastor. Well, I'm a former pastor. I'm not a pastor. But you're not out there like leading with That the doesn't mean that I'm not stuff. sharing the message of God. No, I agree with that. But what the point is is that there's a part the of point, me that's... The point isn't to fucking talk about it. The point is to live it. That's right. right. Well, I agree. And you know what? You're living You're living in an inspiration. And for those people that throw stones, and those are the, the people who throw stones. They're ignorant. They're, not only are they ignorant, they're the same motherfucker who's driving traffic to the porn site. <laughs> Do you right. know what I'm saying? So, right. like, I've learned so you can't listen to the noise. Right. If your true intention is like, this is my intention. My intention is, is to show that I have progressed. It's to show that it's possible for you. And if you're struggling, I can help you get through that journey. Yeah. That's your intention. I know you well enough. That's your intention. Yeah. Is there a little bit of ego into it that I look good? I want to put it on. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like we all, there's all a self-serving fucking ego. No, I agree. Otherwise, I agree. social media wouldn't exist. But you can't listen to the five percent to drive ninety-five percent of your fucking life. No, you're absolutely right, and that's you'll why end I was, up. That's you'll why end I was up right, off. You'll end up in their mom's basement and their computer right next to them. <laughs> you know what I'm no, saying? No, like, you're exactly right. But that's and, my point earlier. Is like I'm gonna do me. Like, right. And, and I've learned like over time, Dude, like, I'm going to continue to do a, me. It takes a long time to get to that point where you can legitimately look at yourself and not get mad when people talk shit. But like, I, I do have to say this. When you say do me, I, I, when you say I'm going to do me, I think it's really important because I think a lot of people listen to this kind of stuff and they take that and they run with it. Sal Frisella is not saying I'm going to do me. And that means F you to everybody, and I'm never going to take any criticism. No, what you mean is I'm confident in who I am, right. and I, I know, know exactly I'm going to get better. But you know, Andy, some people say, I'm going to do me. That's, and what they mean that's is- That's going to be an it's asshole. A, look, yeah, look yeah. dude. It's code for- Yeah, but, say, saying you give zero fucks on, in, on the right? internet, it's pretty first much, of all, yeah. it means A, you give the most fucks, and B, I cannot stand that fucking phrase. I know. Zero that. fucks. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you give the most fucks, motherfucker. That's why you got to announce it. Yeah. All right? Secondly, what it means- is that these people are using that men- that battle cry to justify their shittiness? That right. is not do you. That's right. Do you is be the best version of you. That's right. And if people don't like it, pay no mind to them and right. keep on that path. And right. I'm a firm believer too. Like, and I've learned, you know, I've learned this over time. Is like, you know, you know when you're doing wrong. Like, there's an inherent code inside totally your brain. Agree. Where people know when they're fucking up. You don't have to. It's Every, not how you, everybody. The has. only yeah, people that don't know brain. that yeah. are people who are actual certified sociopaths. Okay. Yes. So I agree with that. And if you can be deathly honest when you look yourself in the mirror, like when you fuck up, do you recognize it and can you make the adjustment moving forward? Or do you quote unquote do you and then continue down that path because you like doing the wrong, right? There's a there's a there's a no, fine totally line agree. there. And I think people want to use especially in today's society, they want to use that as their out for it's okay. No, 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 motherfucker. It's still wrong, and you know it's wrong, and you know you're doing wrong, but then you're going to use the, well, I'm gonna, I don't give a fuck what you think to justify it as being right to you. Dude, you know what I, I think, man? Like, I really think this sometimes. I think sometimes there's, like, another alien civilization out there <laughs> that has, like, inserted 
the like all these different things into our society and they're playing a fucking like it's like an experiment. Like they're like, okay, well, what are these motherfuckers gonna do if we do this? Was that after? Was that after you smoked the joint with Obama? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, right after. <laughs> so, so kinda... I'm sitting over here thinking, I'm like, man, this. But you, know, but you know the beauty is, one, you don't know, and two, it's still your job to do the best you can. That's right. Yeah. But That's like, it. dude, what I'm saying, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, is like, you know, we don't really know. Nobody fucking knows shit. Oh. So, certain people know how to operate within the confinements and the restraints of certain things. Like, let's say, in business, right? Like, certain people have figured out that it's a game. It's a fucking game. Like, everything is a little game. It's Just think of it like Nintendo, man. Like, you're trying to get that next level. Like, oh, do, 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 do. No, know? I think there's a distinction that needs to be made, and, and a lot of the so-called scholars have made this and i think it's an important distinction there's a difference between reasonable certainty and absolute certainty you are reasonably certain well i would say because you've actually experienced it and and found that it works all the stuff that you've talked about on the msco project and the things that that help people build businesses you are reasonably to confidently certain that those things work but but none of us is absolutely certain newsflash i am reasonably certain there is a god and and that my religion is true. But I'm not absolutely certain that it's true any more than an atheist that's is the purpose, absolutely that's certain. That's the purpose of faith. Right. Well, and I would say that's the purpose of humility. All of us need to—we can have meaningful conversations. We can have— Are you ready? Yeah. I'm sorry, i got to cut you off because I'm fucking chomping here. Okay, go ahead. But this is, my, like, this is my driving factor in life. This is, like, this is me, and I talk about it all the time, is I'm absolutely certain I'm going to fucking die. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Oh, well, certain. That you're right. There is one and thing it, that's certain in life. Yeah, there's a couple things like gravity is a certainty. Yeah. There's fucking gravity, taxes. Right. Yeah. There's but, like we we have to breathe. Out. Like there's certain things. Yeah. There's I guess certain. taxes actually aren't because if you fall below a certain. But back, but you know, yeah, yeah, and I but, to your point, yes. But to death my point, is certain. death is certain. Which to me, I always think, okay, at some point in time, I'm gonna go see my scorecard of how I live life. Like I'm gonna get there. And I think there's going to be a guy that's checking off, like, you know, like, how do you get through the gates? And maybe what happens? It's how good you did the life before. And so you go back to your moral compass of between right and wrong. I'm always playing the game to myself, saying, okay, I, at the end of the day, I've realized that you, if, you can, if you can compound more good decisions on top of the bad decisions, you win. Well, life is going to be no different. When I die, I hope that I've made as many good fucking decisions as I possibly could to win that game. I don't know what the game is. I don't have a damn clue. I have faith that there's something there, but I'm trying to do my very best in each and every single day of making one good decision on top of another, on top of another, on top of another, my way, the way that I think the game should be played, so that when I die, hopefully I got a high score. I, I know that's maybe Dude, that's either way you game. win, because yeah. even if there is nothing after it, I did my best. You did a good job while you're here. I did my best. Right. Yeah. So there's a ten, there's a tension in the Bible and uh and I think it's one that I, I I hold very you know, I try to hold very, very clearly and and delicately, which is that, you know, Jesus tells the story of the two men that were standing on the street corner and one of them is uh, is what we would call a very uh respectable religious leader, and he literally sits there and he prays, Oh God, I thank you that I'm not like other men. I thank you that I haven't done this, and I thank you that I'm so so good at this. And it's just literally this exercise in human pride, right? And then there's another guy who for the culture at the time was considered one of the most despised people. He was a tax tax collector, which is I guess not too different from Nowadays, yeah. but the tax collector, on the other hand, his prayer was like, "God, I suck. Be merciful to me." And Jesus asked, "Which one of those guys do you think is more pleasing to God?" And the people at the time would have thought 
that it was the respectable religious guy. But Jesus is like, no. It's a guy that basically said, I'm humble. I know my need of you. So the tension in Scripture, and as I understand Scripture, is we are to do everything we can to do good works, to do good deeds, to to, to be our best possible self. You know, it's that uh, Ecclesiastes. Well, I, I thank God every day that I'm who the fuck I am. Right. It's Ecclesiastes. So that, that's wrong, huh? It, hold on. Hold that thought. Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, whatever you do, do with all your might for your serving the Lord, right? So we are supposed to, this is what I've learned from you guys, we are supposed to be fierce and competitive and driven in becoming the best possible version of ourselves. But really, at the end of the day, we have to say, God be merciful. I'm not who I should be. Well, that's you that's know? that's all, that's what I followed up with. Right. I'm like, hey, thanks for making me me, and thanks for all the challenges, and thanks for all the things you allow me to learn. Um, help me figure it the fuck out. Because right. I don't know. <laughs> and you know what? I actually, I actually miss, like I that, actually you know misquoted that. I actually misquoted that that uh, story. I said that the the Pharisee, the religious leader, said, "God, thank you for who I am." That's not what he said. He said, "I thank you that I'm not like other men." Oh. Meaning, he said he was basically seeing himself as oh, superior it, to other it. people. All right. I, I, I misspoke that. that. No, yeah. and I know you didn't, dude. I know, I know that. But anyway, so so here's what I was gonna say. No, I actually thank God that I am. A regular dude who has regular struggles and has regular yeah. things happen because I I meet a lot of people, especially in the fucking clown circus that we just spent five <laughs> years in, that think that literally think they're better than everybody. Right, dude. I, I have to admit, I mean, I, I you're a business genius, but I actually think that a real key to your success over the last three or four years has been the authenticity and the transparency with which you have just said, "I'm a regular dude." I got struggles just like everybody else. And that's what I was going to say to tra- to transition to what I was going to say is would you this is where I didn't want to put words in your mouth, but do you think it's fair to say, you know, we did these 300 episodes of the MFCO project. Those were specifically designed to speak, you know, tell people what they needed to hear to build a business from a startup to nine figures. We also get, gave a lot of information about mental toughness, that sort of stuff, and it was real in your face, it was real sort of prescriptive and educational. Do you almost feel like what we're doing now is like you're just gonna say, "All right, Dude, I gonna, am who I am." I'm gonna talk about every. I'm gonna talk about everything. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna enjoy it. About. We're gonna laugh, and yeah. hopefully, I influence you to become a better person. That's pretty much and it. To do it right. Yeah. I, to me, I think that's the that's the fundamental difference. Well, look, or man. support them in being the best version of them. And it's okay if they think weird shit or they want to do something different. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude. dude, you're not fucked up. Yeah. You know, like yeah, go man. run. Yeah, yeah, dude. And that's you know, I just want, I guess, like. Look, dude, a couple things I say to that. No, you're right, 100%. But I will add also this. Um, I'm not fucking Jesus. I'm not even close. And I get tired. I got t- I got really fucking tired of the standard that people tried to hold me to because I was teaching them about business. I don't feel I, that, that, that standard that they were holding me to is not fair. And it's not something I enjoyed. And it's not something I even hold myself to because I don't ha- Dude, you know why I don't have fucking kids? One, we had a lot of trouble trying to have them. Two, I'm not sure I really fucking want them, okay? Because I do like certain things that aren't really that cool for kids, all right? Um, not saying kids are bad or good. That maybe they're just not for me. I don't know. Uh, he right. likes two-door cars. It's not conducive to kids. That's right. I love two-door <laughs> cars. Yeah. And I, but, but, like, dude, for example, like... You know, they would say shit like, oh, dude, you wrote my kids' books and you say the F word. Well, I didn't put them in the fucking book. <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck? But you admit we did think about yeah, we did. doing that for fun. Yeah, but like, yeah. Not for that series, no, but for, for something for, else. For the adults, like make yeah, a funny yeah, right, book. Right, right, right. But like, you know, like, 
I couldn't even tell a joke, man. If I told a joke, people look at me like, oh, my God. I can't believe that he said that. (laughs) I'm so offended. Fuck you, man. I'm not your fucking dancing clown. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, the other motherfuckers will dance for you. You know why they'll dance for you? Because they got to. I don't have to. Well, and the other thing is you'd be part of the problem, part of the solution. Yeah, and that's what, you know what? This is the solution Yeah. because the goal here is to fucking make people reverse their offensive whatever and fucking have a good time. Learn some shit, have a laugh, be a good motherfucker, and you'll have a good life. That's reality. You know what? Because a good life is surrounded by a lot of good people with a lot of good friends and a lot of good memories. And when you can fucking get to that level, you learn a lot about people. You get to hear all their weird fucking shit, and you bond. <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing is, is like pe- people will come here, and they see how you and I interact with people. How we just fu- like, dude, listen. If you have thin skin, you cannot work here. It's impossible. Like the shit that the shit that happens here, it would not be allowed other places. That's just reality. That's our culture. It's not that we do bad shit. We're not discriminating. And you know what? There has been situations where people got their feelings hurt. And you know what? I felt fucking horrible. I'd pull him in. And you dealt with it. And I'd say, hey, look, bro, you're part of the team. This is why we do these things. If that hurts your feelings, I didn't intend to do that. And you know what usually happens? They're like, oh. Stronger. Yeah, and they're like, oh. And you know what happens the next day? Say, hey, Andy, what's up, you fat motherfucker? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, And now, all right, you're getting it. Like, this is right. how we do it. So it's, you know, dude, fuck. No. I, it... it I will say this, though. The MFCEO project, aside from the standard that was this, those kind of things. Like, dude, you know, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, if I post something, I, it got to the point where, dude, like, just like I posted the other day. Like, if I didn't do a show, people were like, Andy abandoned us. Like, motherfucker, it's not my obligation to fucking hold your motherfucking hand. Like, you're a bitch. Like, take the information that you're getting for fucking free Go out and do some shit with it. That's the point. I'm not holding your fucking hand, and I'm certainly not holding your fucking hand for free. That's real. I can't afford to do it. So I got, I, dude, I just got tired of that, That I, whether it be real or not real. I perceived the standard being inch up for me, which I wasn't comfortable with because it's not who the fuck I am. So this is different, and this is going to be different. Now, the pe- dude, I've had... Literally, no bullshit. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people reach out and say, thank you. I appreciate what you guys did. It was amazing. I was here, and now I'm 10 times. I was at X, and now I'm fucking 100X. You know what I mean? And, and dude, that shit was worth it, and that's why it's there, and that's what it's supposed to be used for. But this is not that, and it ain't ever going to be. Right. And, you know, people think, oh, my God. <laughs> Andy's got no filter. Well, you don't even fucking know, motherfuckers. <laughs> no is idea. this episode one? This is episode one. Oh, I didn't yeah. even know. Yeah. Well, welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so let's talk about that. You yeah. know, I, I would I would like to say that, you know, it's probably pretty obvious now that you guys have figured out what we're doing. Um, this is a new show. Yeah. You're going to have to go subscribe to this show because this new show is actually in a completely different category. So, what category are we in? Uh, 
well, we're in a couple categories, but the main category is society and culture, and the subcategory is comedy. And I believe the third subcategory is news and like current events. Okay, so it's going to be a blend of all that shit. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah. So let's get this started. You're going to go. The show is called Real AF with Andy Frisella. It will be a conversational-based show. It will be a show like your ears just had the pleasure of hearing where we will talk with different guests and different topics, and it will be more guests, but the guests won't necessarily be Mr. Fucking Entrepreneur. They're going to be interesting people who have shit to say of value or just entertainment. Right. We might come on here and we might just make jokes. Tell stories. We might come on here and we might talk about all the problems in the world. I don't fucking know. It's whatever we feel like talking, but it's going to be with interesting people who have different perspectives and it's going to be cool, and it's going to be fun, and we're going to have a good time, and we're going to laugh, and we're not going to get offended. And if you get offended, fuck you. Don't listen. Turn the fucking channel, okay? Yeah, I agree. And That's what we're going to do. You know, and, and I would like to say, too, to all of you guys who supported the MFCEO project, you don't have to stop supporting it. It still exists. It's still there. Send your friends. Send your family. If anybody who needs it, it's there. But this is not who I am. It's not who I am anymore. I've evolved. I've progressed. Vaughn has progressed. Big changes have happened. You know? There's things that are changing with us just like they change with you. And this is a new chapter. And I am fucking excited about it because, dude, I feel a sense of relief. I feel like, okay, I, like what Sal was saying, I've come to terms with like, all right, <laughs> not everybody's going to like my shit. Cool. Cool. I think I'm doing things okay in life. But maybe that's just my fucking gigantic ego talking. Let's be real. Um, no, I'm, I think you're right, dude. Uh, look, I, I believe... That I'm doing okay. And I believe I've got a good grasp on some of the shit that's going on and how we can fucking fix it. And we're going to talk about some of that stuff. But we're also going to talk about fucking shit that is just goofy or whatever. Yeah. But, but I would like to say, for all of you guys who supported the MFCEO project for the last five years, because I know there's a lot of you, I just want to say thank you. Like, thank you so much. Because that shit, that what we do here is hard. It costs a lot of money to do. It takes a lot of time to do. It takes a lot of effort from a lot of people to put these products out. And so I appreciate you guys supporting, you know, those guys who left reviews multiple times and and recommended their friends and pay the fee. We're going to ask those same things for this podcast. So if you enjoyed this podcast, if you thought it was good, what I want you to do is I want you to go over to your wherever you're listening and I want you to type in the search Real AF with Andy Frisella, and this new podcast is going to pop up. And then I want you to click subscribe, and then, what's then? Oh, I actually have another episode that you can listen to right now on that channel. So we gave you two episodes today. This was one. That's number two. And you can go subscribe and listen right now. And I would appreciate if you did that. You leave us a little review to get us started off on the right track because our goal is obviously world domination obviously that's the goal so what do you have to say bro uh all i was gonna say is i've told a lot of people that uh outside of my marriage and the birth of my children one of the best things that's ever happened to me was i the first time i ever taught a college class i taught a public speaking class and at the end of the at the end of the course i got a, a standing ovation and it just felt so affirming that what i did was of value and i got to tell you when we announced that we were going to have the last episode of the MFCO project. I didn't get as many DMs as you did and emails and messages, 
but I got a whole lot of them and I got I got messages and DMs and and people saying I just want to thank you and Andy for the way that you've helped you helped me build my business. I started out broke and now I'm cut six seven figures because we built this legitimate business. I've taken the the life skills and the life lessons that you guys taught and to transform my life and they were just like you got them dude. They were just incredibly heartfelt and yeah. meaningful. And it, it meant a lot to me, and it's become one of the biggest, biggest um, satisfactions of my life uh, to have been a part of that. And I'm just looking forward to, to, to continuing this on a different, you know, kind of a different style, a different format. And I think one of the things I was going to tell people is that, yeah, as you heard, I did, I did move five hours away. But we feel so strongly about putting out good content, and we, we enjoy having deep conversations that really are meaningful that I'm gonna I'm gonna drive five hours a day or five hours at a time on a regular basis so that you and I can continue to do this yeah. and bring in people like Sal and other exciting people that that uh, that share you know our, our love of good conversations. So guys, I'm excited. Keep keep with us because it's gonna be a fun ride. Yeah, and and look, guys, um, I I do want to say something too at the end uh, before before we go, you know. With all the effort and expense that goes into these things, I, I'm not saying that just th- this just for us. I'm saying this for everybody that you support. When they post shit on Instagram, fucking comment, say something. When they when they post shit that you think is real, share it. When they when they make a podcast that you love, leave a review, tell a friend. Those things that's just good shit to do for people because they're. I can tell you for sure. People spend a lot of money doing this, and there's a lot of people that don't have to do this. And if we had more people that didn't have to do this doing it, we'd have better information. And the what the way you pay those people is by supporting them. So not just us, but other people that you care about too. Be more supportive. Be vocal. When people chirp off, fucking put them in their place. Say something. You know, this is this is kind of like a self-regulating little community of realists. You know, and that's that's what it is. It's the real AF, and we're the fucking realists. So go over, type in Real AF, click subscribe, leave us a review, and listen to the next episode. We'll see you guys soon.